Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. I know that song, but then you went into a spot that I didn't get. I think it's just you were singing it in a weird key and I didn't understand it. You asked me what that was. Baby, you were like, like it was not Hey Jude. It's only one of the most famous songs of all time. It was like Hey Judas. I don't know what you're saying. Whatever, man. I just didn't it's get it. It's the Beatles. Whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Beatles. Okay. I understand who it is. I know Hey Jude, but you were you went off on a tangent that I didn't recognize. That's I went into the high-pitched Judy, 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 Judy. Okay. Anyways, I digress. We are not here to talk about the Beatles and some of the greatest songs of all time and how Britney doesn't know classical okay. music. That's a bunch of bullshit, but... We are here to talk about Life sucks Ladies and gentlemen, this is a public service announcement If you're feeling down Feeling blue Feeling a little lost Feeling like you're the only one Let me be the one to remind you Please take Bajabazanica Some like medication Please let me be the first to remind you You're not alone Life fucking sucks it does. Well, it can suck. Life and can it, suck. And it does sometimes. Life can suck. This episode is going to be like straight up like truth bombs. Truth There's bombs. Some, a lot of stuff that I feel like a lot of people aren't going to talk about, but when has that ever stopped us? So we're just going to talk about maybe the reality of... Um, change. No, I almost feel like the reality behind... Yeah, change, but also like the reality behind like social media as well. And just like anything that you want to do that might be not considered believe it or not this is actually going to be a very uplifting conversation (laughs) (laughs) the intention here is to make you laugh the intention here is to remind you that you're not alone obviously and it's to uh you know pull back the curtain so to speak now here's why we're having this conversation because we were driving on our date night driving to our date night not driving on it driving on our date night we were driving to our date night 
I'm not scared. <laughs> oh, look, a microphone, a podcast. Shall oh, we continue? Oh my God, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank this you. This is rough. We're on, we're on route to our date night and Brittany starts talking about one of the comments that was on one of her TikToks, which I happen to have read mm-hmm. and it hit me. Someone was talking about essentially if if my relationship isn't like this relationship, I don't want a relationship. And then there was like, you know, the hashtag couple goals and all that, which, by the way, makes us feel so amazing. So Mm -hmm. thank you for that. And then somebody wrote and this wasn't a negative, but somebody wrote, you know, if you're feeling down about your relationship or you're worried about your relationship, just know. And And he says, I don't know these people. This might be their reality. This might be their reality, but we're only seeing 30-second clips of their lives. Mm-hmm. Now, we didn't take that as a negative. He could have meant that as a negative, but it, we didn't take it as a negative. We thought, you know what? He's absolutely, positively right. correct. Comparison is the thief of joy. You it's cannot. Th- oh, that's nice. The thief of I joy. I didn't make it up, but it oh. is It is a thing. Is it? it? Comparison is the thief of joy. Like, Compared. it really is. Yeah, it is. You cannot compare yourself to uh, literally anyone, but in these... What was that? Also, <laughs> I'm the dragon. Did you? <laughs> you got like an alien in your stomach. Oh my god! No. I uh, Con- we're just saying comparison. like the well, thief of joy. Well, we were I talk- like it. We were talking about um, how people don't go to high school reunions anymore, and they don't create them because everybody knows your what you're doing. It's like you meet, and then like it's super awkward because you're like, "Hey, what are you up to?" But in your mind, you're like, "I know exactly where you were this morning. You were at Farm Boy. You bought the pasta that you didn't like because we watch each other, right. and it's messed up. But we all know what we're what each other is doing because social media is so readily available for everybody. And then we all we are all guilty of comparing our life to what we see online without a doubt and and i've been i've recently been reading a book which is called the subtle art of not giving an f and i highly recommend this book by the way hashtag not an ad Mm -hmm. um but one thing they said about this was back in our grandfather's grandfather's days when they were on the farm working they'd wake up one day and they'd say you know what my life isn't the greatest and then they would go to work and you know do their working thing Mm mm-hmm Today, when you say, you know, my life's not the greatest, you go to your cell phone, you open up an app, and you see how every single person in your lives' lives are, are much better than yours. Better than yours. And it's in your face. And constantly you're like, in your face. You're constantly you. reminded of how shitty your life is mm-hmm. in comparison to others. So let me just be the first to say this. Brittany and I, 100%, our platform this community's platform, what we're here for is to provide laughter, mm-hmm. joy, positivity, enjoyment, positivity, yeah. Yeah. and real life, real life humor yeah. in the real life. You will not hear us in real time live talk about how pissed off we are with each other. Yeah. Like, I think we compare this to, um, like, like I, we wouldn't jump on stories and like say we got in a fight and we're in the middle of that fight and I would be like you know what like I'm really annoyed with Ryan and blah blah like we do I love you and you're annoying but it's face to face and it's like a cheeky like it's tongue in cheek right like we're not and like we've gone, and we've done the work already on it <laughs> yes and that's the biggest difference like we are all for like say we had a fight which we do afterwards once we've resolved said fight and really got whatever we needed to get from that fight and like resolved and connected or whatever then we would jump on and be like listen this happened this is what we took from it. Like we're we're here for the solution. We're right. not here to present the problem in the midst of the problem occurring. 
Have you ever had an embarrassing BO moment? I sure have. Like the time I thought the teenage boy beside me at the grocery store stunk only to get in my car and realize it was me. <laughs> embarrassing. But we've got the solution. Lumi whole body deodorant. Say goodbye to BO worries forever. Unlike some other deodorants, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, a game changer for 72 hour odor control everywhere. It was inspired by patients' concerns about private part odor. Six years on and with over 300,000 five-star reviews, Lumi keeps us confident from head to toe. Plus, it's seriously safe anywhere on your body. Pits, thigh folds, belly buttons. Don't forget under boobs and vulvas. Yes, this is true. Plus butt cracks and feet. Created by an OBGYN, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor for up to 72 hours. Baking soda free, paraben free, and with fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage and toasted coconut and for new customers the lumi starter pack has you covered with a solid stick deodorant cream tube deodorant two free products of your choice and free shipping don't miss out as our special offer you get five dollars off lumi starter packs with code tlc at lumideodorant.com that's right over 40 percent off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code tlc that's l-u-m-e deodorant.com control your body odor anywhere with lumi I love starting my day off with a breakfast that makes me feel good. This also involves waking up before my kids to have those quiet moments of peace before the chaos. Absolutely. And Magic Spoon is perfect for that. No artificial ingredients, natural flavors, and zero artificial coloring. Plus, it's great for various lifestyles, whether you're gluten-free, soy-free, or just want to add some more protein. And the variety pack is amazing with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. So nostalgic. My favorite has to be frosted. It's like a guilt-free treat with zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of net carbs per serving. Wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes. It's a game changer. So if you're looking for a tasty breakfast, quick snack, or an easy meal, Magic Spoon's got you covered. Head to magicspoon.com slash TLC and don't forget to use the code TLC at checkout to save $5 off your order. And here's the best part. If you don't love it, Magic Spoon has a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund you your money, no questions asked. Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash TLC. Use code TLC to save $5. A big thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. You might be like, yes, you know what? This is healthy. This might help somebody. So it maybe might what? I'd fuck that up. It this might, might help somebody else help, realize help, oh. that like we're not perfect. And help, I get that. I need somebody help. Not just anybody. Hate you. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so what I'm saying is this. Is is our platform real life? Yes, it's real life. Do we show you everything? No, we don't show you everything. Are we calculated with what we show you? Of course we're calculated with what you show we show you. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. But to think for a second that we don't fight is completely inaccurate. To think for a second that we don't struggle is completely inaccurate. Mm -hmm. In fact, we struggle every single day. Starting yeah. something new, guys, just if you if you don't know this already, starting something new is terrifying. Of course. A year and a half ago, we started this podcast. We had no idea what we were doing. We were literally like YouTubing how to start a podcast. We and it was no terrifying. Idea. Yeah. It's terrifying starting at zero. It's terrifying. It's terrifying thinking like you might fail, right? Like it's, it's really that you're going to be exposed. You failed, which is... I think for the most part, worse than not starting for most people. 
Well, the idea of failing is worse than not. That's but what I he, mean. But here's the truth about this. And th- this is a this is a truth bomb on you guys right now. If you need to hear, if you have been thinking about starting something, if you've been pondering it, talking about it, throwing the idea around, if you've been ever considering starting something new, doesn't matter what it is, let me be the first to tell you. Just do it. Do it. Do it. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Starting from zero is absolutely terrifying. But everyone does. Here's the thing. You know, Brittany talks about it's terrifying to fail. The truth of the matter is this. If you do not do something. You're failing already. You failed at it. Because you didn't even try. You failed at it. Whether you, whether you want to look at it or not. And I know this sounds cliche. You guys have heard this before. But it's the truth. It's like, it's like hating the government that you, that you currently have and then not voting. Mm. By definition, by not voting, you voted for the winner mm-hmm. effectively. Yeah. It's the same thing as failing versus not failing, succeeding. If you don't attempt to try something new, mm-hmm. you failed at trying something new. Yeah. People, so right off the bat, you want to do something, guys? I'm telling you, do it. It's really hard for people to get out of their comfort zones. And I heard something the other day that I was saying all the time, but life is too short for comfort zones. And I really love that. But this reminds me, I told Ryan, I wanted to tell him this because I was reading something or watching something. I don't remember, but the message has like, I feel like it's just stuck with me. So basically this guy was asking, he was like in an interview and he said, um, like how many times, um, do you visit your parents a year? And he said, um, like two times, twice. And the guy was like, okay. And he said, so if I told you that, you indefinitely, like your parents were going to pass away. You did. did. Your parents were supposed to pass away in five years, right? Like five to 10 years, you would be like devastated, but you all, you always think you have more time, but then he spun it and was like, but what happens if I told you that you only get to see your parents 10 more times before they pass away? And he was like, holy shit, because he didn't put a like limit like it was not in his face because we always assume that there is more time but putting it in the way that he did because he only saw his parents twice a year and obviously it has nothing to do with like their relationship maybe it was unhealthy but saying that out loud you only have 10 times to see your parents really kind of just ignite something in you to be like holy shit there isn't a lot of time for things and you should just do yeah and the other thing is this like we talk about having a listening of people yeah right uh, we all have a listing of our moms. We all have a listing of our dads and of our sisters and of our brothers and our cousins and of our friends. We all have a listing. And so sometimes, yeah, you know what, guys, your mom is going to piss you off. Your dad is going to say something that's upsetting or, or demeaning or disappointing. But at the same token, your dad could say the nicest thing ever and you're going to hear it like he like he wasn't being nice anyways. So, well, you look for a problem in every solution, depending well, on your listening. Exactly. And so what we're getting at when it comes to this is whether it's your parents or anybody else, you just don't know how much time you have mm-hmm. with them. COVID has taught us a lot of lessons. Mm-hmm. It's taught us that time is something that can be taken from us literally in a second. Well, speaking with um, Tara Laurie too, she was like, and this isn't us being like, forgive everyone for everything. Yeah, fuck the guy who you're thinking about right now. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. But I think it's more like, Yes, if you have it in you and openness to forgive, yes, do that if you can. But also, if it's not there, forgive yourself for not being ready and like move on. Like don't hold that in because it will affect exactly everything that you do. Right. If it has anything to do with them, you have that listening. So you need to forgive yourself for not being ready. One of the two, because it just holds so much weight on you. Right. right. Like it's exhausting holding a grudge. And you know, here's the thing, guys. It encompasses people, people you. can suck. 
Some of your friends suck. Some of your some of your family members suck. People can suck. Here's the biggest problem because we're gonna we talked about changing, making changes, and doing what it is that you came here to do. Doing what you're passionate about and doing what you've always wanted to do. By all means, go ahead and do that. We're going to wrap that up at the very end. We're going to talk about it because I think it's a really cool subject. But here's the thing. The second, and I'm just giving you guys a warning. The second you decide to do something that you haven't done before, the people around you are going to judge you. Mm -hmm. Just like you judge them. But here's why they judge you. Each and every one of us, you, me included, and you listening to this right now, you judge people. You, you make them into this little teeny box that they fit into, and that is your comfort zone with that person. Right. The second that person does something that is outside of the box or bubble that you put them in. It's a circle. It's a circle. It's not a square. It's never ending. No corners. It's a, it's a circle. No corners. No corners. As soon as you put them in there, <laughs> that's who they are. You've defined them. You've said, this is that person. This right. is what they mean. This is who they are. The second they want to get out of that box, now all of a sudden there's resistance. Mm -hmm. You have a conflict. That person is no longer the person you thought they were, which comes to kind of look at, are you the person you thought you were? Right. People will start judging you because you don't fit the the mold anymore. That they made. That they made up for you. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. We had an interview a couple of weeks ago with, uh, with um, Johnny. And he talked about how society has created a story that we didn't create for ourselves. This goes over and above that. Your friends, your your parents, every one of them has created a story for you. And you are inside that little teeny story. You're, that, you're as big as they have allowed you to be. The second you want to be greater than who they think you are, you're going to get resistance. That resistance has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It's like I just said this to you, like when people are in... T- are intimidated by you. If somebody says, wow, that person's intimidating. Well, are they intimidating or are you intimidated by them? Because if it's the latter, that's on you. It's not on them. They can't, they can't control themselves. Also, can we just take a like five break break and and talk about one of Ryan's classic awkward moments where your jokes don't land. I'm like, I want to have secondhand embarrassment. I have to tell it. I'm sorry. Like, honestly, I've been like biting my face because I'm just there. I will let them know and I will paint the picture. Go ahead. Good luck. We're out. We're out at Moxie's tonight for our dinner and we're trying to figure out like what to plant in our backyard because we're at the end of the season. So we're like, maybe we'll just get some artificial grasses because whatever we plant is going to die. So we're like, we don't want to invest all this money into plants that are beautiful, but will die within a month because of Canada. 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 I don't know. Canada. Canada. So we're like at Moxie's and their patio has like this tall grass in like um, garden boxes like what we have. And so we're like, well, maybe we should get those. And so where we were seated was right behind the server station. And Ryan had made the joke earlier. Like for those of you who don't know what a server station is because you haven't worked in a restaurant. Let me let me tell you, it's where the servers go and put in their orders. Mm -hmm. But But it's also where you talk. We always conjugate. And that's where you talk shit about your tables. And it you every restaurant has like that one table that's just a little too close that like they can hear what you're talking about or vice versa. So we were that table. And so this girl's ringing in her order and Ryan is literally like right beside her and we're talking and he's like, I'm like, well, babe, like artificial plants can be quite expensive. Like they're not cheap. He's like, well, not if we just take all of the ones over there. <laughs> the girl 
the girl looks up at me and you have to remember like everyone's wearing masks who's working there so I don't really realize like if she noticed what he said or she just like looked up at that exact moment so then I was like oh no 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 like he's just joking she was like I'm so sorry like I don't know what you said and so then Ryan had been like well like we're I was just saying like we're making this joke about like stealing the plants but like I'm not gonna steal your plants and she was like okay (laughs) you're screaming into the mic and it's hurting my ears i cannot tell you how much secondhand embarrassment i had at that moment i was like excuse me we need to leave we're going to applebee's there's nothing in the world worse than doing a bad dad joke to someone and then looking at them and you realize that they didn't hear you it's not even that the joke sucks. then you 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 don't even have to justify the bad dad joke you have to justify them even hearing you in the first place it's so awkward because you're like did they hear me and they just don't want to acknowledge because it's a bad dad joke should I, should I protect the bad dad joke? It was so or uncomfortable. I, it was the worst. And long story short, we did not steal the grasses. We didn't steal the grasses. <laughs> Honestly, like, I can't even believe for like a funny, confident person like that. I know you are. You have like some like that happens to you quite a bit. <laughs> I, don't yeah. know, I don't know what it is. Well, I've reached the age of, you know, the ripe of old cool, age of 37. Of classic bad dad jokes. That where just... I start where. No, listen, I tell you the. Here's the thing about a dad joke. This is what all men will tell you. They will. Their dad jokes were always their jokes, but they were just younger. So people thought they were cool when they let them go out. I'm telling you right now. There are some dad jokes that you never would have I'm telling you right now. My corny dad jokes were my were my fire starters when I was 18. Well, I think now you just look creepy, right? Yeah, so when I was 18 like, and they're dumb. like, oh, that guy's cute. He's is, funny. Is that what he said? Now they're like, that guy is weird. <laughs> And I'm like, <laughs> boy, I just I just flew in from Chicago and boy, are my arms tired. Honest to God, <laughs> you and your dad literally say that all the time. There's a there's a TikTok account that is literally just two guys retelling dad jokes. And at the very end, they have this like messed up walk and they're like, ah, 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 ah. It's so good. I feel like they're my people. Oh, you would die. It's great. Anyway. That was like on a tangent. Yeah, we did go on so, a tangent. Basically, what we're saying is that <laughs> perception isn't always reality because a lot of people are like perception's reality, but it's not. Like, social media is just a highlight reel. Yeah. And we also just wanted to briefly discuss like the hustle that we've had to do and the sacrifices that we've Ooh, had to that's make. Good. Sacrifices. Let's talk about sacrifices. To to continue this podcast, like to start it, yes, but to continue it. Like we put out a podcast, a new episode every week, and now we're doing mini laughs. Um, but we usually like to pre-record and have episodes banked, right? So it's a lot of work to like find guests, make sure we have engaging subject matter and like make sure that we're not boring and not talking about stupid stuff and doing whatever yeah, like we need to do. this conversation right like here. Like right it's, now. Like it's, it's one of those things. It's boring. like, what do you talk about? Right. No, but it is one of those things that we work really hard on. And there has been multiple times where our friends would be like, hey, we're having a drink because we have a very friendly neighborhood. We'll go on the porch or whatever and have some beverages. And we are like, oh, Brittany and Ryan have to leave. Like, it sucks. Like, they don't they don't say that. They're not rude about it. But we we do often feel, it. yeah, we do often feel like we have FOMO and we miss out because we, not that we have FOMO, because I, have, I truly enjoy doing this with you. Thanks. But 
Um, I was going to say this is the highlight of my week, but I, now I'm like, FOMO, I want to <laughs> have those drinks outside again. No, Damn it. no, but it is a space where like we've had to sacrifice those times and those possible social gatherings because this means a lot to us and it means that we need to stay focused and like do what we do. It's not easy. If, and if it was easy, everyone would do it. Yeah, and here's the thing. You know, someone someone once said, uh, I was working for a company and they, they were given this massive award and... Uh, you know, they hit this milestone in one year. It doesn't really matter. And the guy said, and that stuck with me now for eight years, nine years. He said, success is not convenient. So true. And whether it's success or just starting something new, it's not convenient, guys. Like mm-hmm. doing this podcast, we love it. It means everything to us. But here's what it really looks like. It looks like I'm up two nights a week until 12 o'clock doing this podcast after working 12-hour day already. I want to get in better shape. Okay. What does that mean? It means I'm up at 5.30 in the morning doing an exercise. I don't want to be up at 5.30 in the morning exercising. I want to be sleeping until 7.30. But the reality of it is, is there's only so much time in the day for me to do my full-time job, my parenting job, and our podcast. And you're like husband. And the fact that I have to be a husband. <laughs> and friends. And friends, right? So there's only so much time in the day. So you start looking at it and you say, okay, well, this is why we call it our dark hustle. Because we do it at, we do it when the sun is down. When it's we not do, convenient. We do it when people are sleeping. That means early mornings and late evenings. It's not convenient. When you want to be in bed sleeping or next to your spouse sleeping or even talking. Or doing other things. And you're up for two, three hours in the evening when everyone else is sleeping. That's not convenient. Yeah. Anyway, so we just go for it and be willing to sacrifice stuff. That's and- all it comes down to, guys. It's like it's not going to be convenient for you to do whatever it is that you want to do while you're doing what you're currently doing. Yeah. It's not. It's not going to be convenient. It's going to be a struggle. But if you really truly want to do something that's not what you're currently doing, it's going to take a little bit of effort over and above what you're currently doing. And Mm -hmm. in a very short period of time, you can start looking at delegating things, which is fantastic. Yeah. And I think when anyone starts anything new, like we had this happen too, but like people will doubt you. And we've we've talked about this on other podcasts, but like, I think we've also talked about this too. Like my parents are like one of, one of our biggest supporters now. Like they listened to all the episodes. They have fun jokes. They're amazing to be on. Like we've had them on the podcast. They've always been fans of this podcast. Sorry. They've always been fans of the podcast. You're right. Um, but they also didn't really understand it. But there was a time where like um, my family, my mom specifically was, um, she reached out to you. Yeah. She reached out to you and basically just spoke about how she was concerned that I was spending too much time focusing on social media, like on my phone when I should be with the kids. And to be honest, like this felt like a punch in the face. Like my mom is my best friend. Like we always go to each other with things and like it felt weird that she couldn't like say that to me. But We had a discussion after this, like you presented it to me, we talked about it and we really came down the fact that like today, like social media is like a, something that I I did for me. It was a release for me because I was talking about motherhood. Like when I first started, I was talking about motherhood and like relatability. And it was a, it was an escape for me from the everyday hustle of being a mom that was exhausting. And so I would jump on stories and I would relate to people and meet a community. And my parents, my mom just saw me not paying attention to the kids. And we were like, this isn't fair. When you were young, you had your own hobbies and your own things that you did while the kids were around. 
that were accepted by society. Those were acceptable hobbies. And again, we've spoken about this. Yeah, your, so I, your parents would literally take you in a rocker mm-hmm. and put you on the sidelines while they played they beer play, league baseball. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just, it's so relevant. Like at the times, it, everything changes. And I think that like, it was a big blow to me because it was somebody who in my life, I felt like should have supported me like no matter what. And let's be like, I want to be very clear. My mom is literally my biggest supporter. Mm, I think I'm up there. Yeah, but. you're up there too. Um, But it was, it was a change for her. I'm and, kidding. Your mom is a big fan. And the box that she had like just... How she grew up being a mom, right? So it was a change. She resisted it. She resisted it now that she's learned more about what we're doing, what I'm doing, the progress that I've made, this amazing community. She She is like, she also sees her daughter fulfilled and happy. Yes, I know. And I think it was, it's, it, it was just a resistance to change. And it was just a really good example of like, there are going to be people in your life who you, don't would never think that would question these types of things that will but that shouldn't deter you it might but don't let it ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Yeah, like, here's the thing. The people that are closest to you, the people who feel comfortable enough to be able to tell you how they're feeling in a moment, that's a very small group of people. So they hold a lot of weight. Their opinion holds a lot of weight. But those are going to be the people before anybody else that are more than likely going to be the ones to say, why are you doing that? Or why would you do that? Or anything along those lines that's not positive. They are the ones that are going to crush your soul and make you consider not doing what it is you're doing because Mm -hmm. it's their opinion that means the most to you. Yeah. Here's what we found. And for my family and for Brittany's family and for our friends, you know, thanks for, for coming around, um, <laughs> like coming around, like full circle coming around. Oh God. But here's what we found when we first started this podcast. And, and I would say even more when you started the Boss to Fee account on yeah. Instagram, the people that cheered us on the most were strangers. Yeah, we've we've talked about that. The people who are your biggest cheerleaders that want the best for you, you don't even know. No. And if you know... You don't know them like your mom. You don't know them like your dad, like Mm -hmm. your sisters or your brothers or your cousins or your best friend. You don't know them that way. Those people are probably more than likely judging your decision big time. Yeah. And like, it's so hard because you've heard the the, um, saying, I'm not saying it completely right, but basically like, don't dull your shine 
to make other people's comfortable, like other people's, other people comfortable. People's comfortable. Like don't, people's don't, are comfortable? don't be smaller. So other people are comfortable. Like don't put on your dimmer, tell them to put on their sunglasses. fucking sunglasses. Right. Yeah. So it's going to happen and your true friends will come around and, and maybe they just might be ignorant or they don't know. A lot of the times like you don't know, but don't let that stop you anyway. Anyway, like I honestly feel like we're in a spot right now where I'm like, did we even talk about anything? Anything. I don't know. I feel like we had like some great points, but like when it comes down to it, <laughs> I honestly don't know. Like we might have to play this one back and be like, well, eh, we should probably take that out. Put it on the shelf. <laughs> here's how I'm going to end it then. Because I feel like we've come to the conclusion that we haven't talked about anything today. So yeah. here's how I'm going to end this one today. If you guys are deciding that you're going to start something and you've been reluctant to start something because quote unquote, you don't have your ducks in order. Fuck the ducks. Fuck the ducks. Guys, I'm telling you right now, fuck the that ducks. That needs to be the name of this episode. The things about your business or about your opportunity that you think are missing are so small mm-hmm. and insignificant in like versus the things that are actually missing yeah. in your business. Now, and you don't how, even know you don't you don't know that you don't know these things. You don't know what until you, don't you know. do it. So how do you find the biggest obstacles that are in your way? You start. Yeah. And we're not saying like, don't have any plans. We're just, we're just saying all of these ducks don't got to be in a row. (laughs) Like one or two. You think you know how it's going to fall. Yeah. I promise you, you you do not know how it's going to fall. You do not know how it's going to play out. You're going to manage every single opportunity that presents itself. Yes. And every single breakdown, I promise you this, every single breakdown is, and this is going to sound Oh my pokey, God. If you say a breakthrough, it's a, it's I'm pressing oppor- stop. No, it's an opportunity okay. for a breakthrough. No. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Chin up, Because I'll tell cat. you right now, guys, outside of death or something that leads to death, any breakdown is a gap that you need to solve. And if you solve that gap on the other side of it, I'm telling you right now, it is a breakthrough. And yeah. that's not that's not sounding corny. That's it is, fact. Though. It, I get what you're saying, but I also think it's so much easier to say that when you're on the other side. Like when you're in it, it's very, not for you, you're weird. But for most people, when you're in the thick of it and people are like, listen, Linda, this is an opportunity for a breakthrough. You, I would literally be like, Linda, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like you fuck don't want you, you do not want to hear that. I'm Linda. She's she's like, fine. You know what? I'm just gonna go fuck the ducks. You know what? <laughs> I'm you're making fun of me. I'm Linda. I know you are. Fuck you, and like I love your positivity when I'm on the other side. But like when I'm in it, it's like when somebody says, like if I'm like having a mo- like a hard parent mom day mm. and someone writes me and they're like, the days are long, but the years are short. I will be that person <laughs> when I'm older. I will be that person when I'm older. When I see someone complaining about their kids, I'm going to be like, oh my God, I miss my squishy babies. But I will tell no, you what, what I won't do. do. I will not say that out loud to them. I will think it. I will not be Linda. No, you'll you, be like that. Listen and to me. me. You know when you do the whole clappy at the same time you talk slow thing? No. Yes. No, I don't. Listen, oh, oh, bitch. Oh, when you're t- when you're when I'm typing the yes. emojis, yes, yeah. <laughs> that's what you're gonna be like. Listen, bitch, you will miss this. No, I, I hate when people do that because it's almost like invalidating. What did you just fart? I did not. <laughs> your nostrils got <laughs> really big for a second because it's filled with your fart. <laughs> it's like wafting this way. Anyway, well, there's uh, only two people here, and you would have known if you farted. Well, it wasn't me. And I know that I didn't fart. I feel like sometimes they would just squeak out and you wouldn't even know. Anyway, go ahead. Go to your point. I honestly don't even know what I was saying. Just like 
maybe just lay off the like opportunity through breakthrough when people are literally like fuck everyone like just little sprinkles of that's great i got it so here's the thing i'm gonna change this <laughs> pixie dusk up a little for you yeah, pixie yeah. dusk huh? what huh? Piss- pixie <laughs> what pixie <laughs> oh my god pixie dusk oh, oh i got it you got I got it, it. Got I got it. it. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> hold on hold on I got it, guys. I got it. Pixie dust. dust. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop sprinkling that shit. <laughs> <laughs> if COVID has taught us anything, it's taught us that we don't have a lot of time. We just don't. <laughs> no. I, that's yeah. Doom and gloom. <laughs> what just happened to us? I can't even take this so serious. to God, we went from like, what are we even talking about to pissy? I think we need to go. We got to go, guys. We will hope that you do what you need to do and just stay true. <laughs> stay true. <laughs> I'm Linda. Do it, glue. Just stay true to yourself, guys. Okay, honestly, this is probably one of my favorite episodes. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. And stay true. Stay true to to you. you. (laughs) Exit music. Ding, 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 ding. Peace out. (laughs) Jesus. I'm a side from my soul. I-